I'm Julia Radhakrishnan, and this is Quadcast, a series that highlights the different RSOs on campus and investigates their contribution to UChicago student culture. This week, I sat down with Michael Thu, president of the Outdoor Adventure Club, in which members take trips to get outside and discover the world beyond UChicago. Thank you so much for meeting with me. Yeah, thank you, Julia. It's a pleasure to be here. So to start things off, can you tell me a little bit about OAC and what you guys do? Yeah, so we're the Outdoor Adventure Club. What do we do? We we run a lot of outdoor trips in the Chicago area. Being from Chicago, it's kind of difficult to find outdoor things to do sometimes. We do weekend trips. Um, you know, we'll go down to Kentucky. We'll go to the Red River Gorge. We go to the Indiana Dunes. We do a kayaking trip every spring. Yeah, just kind of all over. About how often do you guys take trips? We try, try and do like three every quarter, uh, fall and spring quarter, so that's like six per year. We've been sitting there for the last couple of years. Um, and then we also, we run uh, spring break trips. That's um, a big part of our club. Uh, we try and get four or five of those every year. What made you want to join Outdoor Adventure Club? I paid my membership fee uh, during the, the RSO fair, follow my first year. Um, I wasn't super involved in the club though my first year, to be honest, like that fall I didn't go on any trips and then winter quarter's always like kind of slow with the club, but then spring quarter I organized the spring kayaking trip and then ran for president and I got it and I've been president since and it's been like one of the most awesome parts of my college experience. What's your role as president? What are your responsibilities? My roles have kind of changed over the last couple years. During my second year, I was doing quite a bit. I was like kind of everywhere and kind of micromanaging a little bit, but I kind of had to do the role of treasurer. So I got familiar with the financial aspect of things. Uh, That year I led almost all the trips. I led five of the six trips that year. And so I basically like didn't have a life outside of like going to random like outdoor places on the weekends. And then this year it's been like super nice to be able to like take a step back. Um, There's been a big uptake in involvement in the club. And you know, with that we've added uh, several board positions. We've got 12 people on the board right now. And you know, everyone's playing their part. And uh, yeah, things, things work well when everyone's bought in together. How intensive are those trips in terms of how far you're going, how long you're gone, and how many people generally go? So typically trips are uh, 8 to 12 students, uh, mostly because of transportation. We usually take two cars that we rent from Enterprise. Most of the places we go are like five hours away, um, and we're usually there for the weekend. And then we'll do most of the trips are just like pretty laid back. We'll do like car camping and then a day hikes. Um, There are some trips where we'll do like a through hike, especially during spring break. Um, Most of those are like through hikes. But yeah, if we go down to like Shawnee National Forest down in southern Illinois, that's one of my favorite places. There's, you know, a whole bunch of hiking trails down there. And did you say you were from Chicago originally? I So I'm from Washington State. I was like born in Chicago, but I moved when I was like three. Okay. So I have like roots here, but like my hometown is Spokane, uh, Washington. So how much were you of an outdoorsman before joining the club? A lot. <laughs> that's, you know, that's kind of like my identity and like who I am and like 
just how I was raised. Um, just being from like the Pacific Northwest, I was just like always surrounded by like incredible outdoor opportunities. Um, and like, for example, my K through 12 school, we had like a river running through campus. Um, we always had like, we had, I don't know, a hundred acres of like forests that we owned. I just made that number up. But so, you know, like lots of opportunities there. I got introduced to rock climbing through middle and high school. My high school's like outdoor club was just phenomenal. I'd like to give a shout out to my high school mentor, <laughs> Melanie Mildrew. She was phenomenal. She basically taught me like everything that I know and like really like helped me find my passion for the outdoors. And I'm super like thankful for that. Do you guys take trips to like rock climbing gyms in the city too? We kind of do. So there's another club on campus called U Rock, which is like the official rock climbing campus. And like being an outdoor club, there's like a lot of membership crossover between those clubs, but we do really try and like draw, you know, keep the distinction between the two clubs. We do do a fair amount of, I mean, like when I say we, I'm talking like the OAC and the UROC combined, those people will climb a lot downtown, like at Brooklyn Boulder, at Block, at First Ascent. As a club specifically, the Outdoor Adventure Club tries to distance ourselves from rock, rock climbing actually, just, to be as open to as many students as possible on campus. I guess in your experience, when new members come to the club, where are they sort of coming from? Are they more like you, where they were sort of always into the outdoors and getting outside and hiking and things like that? Or are more of them students who are trying to do something new in college? So there's like an awesome mix in the club. You know, there's like some people that have been around it their whole lives and are looking to really challenge themselves and push themselves. But I would say that like the majority of the people that are in the club and that come on our trips do not have that experience, which is like awesome. Like it's so cool to like teach these people and, and we're not like teaching them, but just like introduce them um, to these opportunities that, you know, they may not have had before. You know, we get a lot of people that grew up in the city and just didn't have these opportunities or they just were never really, you know, interested in the outdoors. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, hey, the OAC, let me try and go on a trip for a weekend. And then like, you know, you meet all these people and it's just a lot of fun. So yeah, I would say that like the majority of our members and of the people that do go on the trips have like pretty limited um, outdoor background. Do you have a favorite place that you guys go or do you have a favorite trip that you've been on so far? Um. Yeah, I do. So I would say of like recurring trips that we do, my favorite is uh, Isle Royale National Park. It's the closest national park to Chicago. Um, at least for now, I think the Indiana Dunes might be becoming a national park soon, but um, I just learned that a couple days ago. But as of now, it's the closest national park and we usually go Memorial Day weekend. It's like a four day trip. We leave like Thursday night, come back Monday night. It's super beautiful. You're like really out there. There's no motorized vehicles allowed on the island. Um, there's like a bunch of wildlife too. We saw like three moose, I want to say. Apparently there's wolves there too. We didn't see any, <laughs> thankfully. But yeah, you're uh, you're really out there for that one. Um, so I'd say that's my favorite like place that we go to consistently every year. I do have two other favorites. I don't know how to, uh, I don't know if I should rank them, but we went uh, skiing 
during spring break of my second year over in Colorado. That was pretty fun. Uh, I think since then we have gained a ski club on campus, but at the time we didn't have one. And skiing, I would say is like, not I would say, is definitely like my favorite out outdoor activity. So that was cool just to be able to do that um, for that week. And then this year over spring break, we did our first international trip. We went to Iceland, so that was super fun. We just like did day hikes around Reykjavik. We like went into a hot river, which was kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I guess if you didn't see any wolves on Isle Royale, have you had any sort of crazy experiences on any of these trips? With the OEC, I don't think we've had any big wildlife experiences, but I have messed up. I can't even count the number of times that I've messed up um, on these trips. Like, oh gosh, like once I forgot the pots. Like we hike all the way out to our place and we get in uh, Friday night and we're like unpacking our bags, setting up camp. You know, the sun is going down and I look in my pack and I'm like, oh my God, like I totally just forgot the pots. Like they're sitting at home on top of my dishwasher. I'm so dumb. And so then we like, I, you know, we had to kind of improvise and we ended up making uh, rock pasta is what we called it. We like heated up some rocks and with the filtered water that was in our bottles, we like put the rocks, the hot rocks into our bottles to warm them up. And then we added the pasta and then we shook the bottles around to heat up the pasta. Um, and it was, you know, just warm enough to cook it. So that was kind of fun, um, you know, type two fun as they call it. And you know, you add enough sauce. Yeah, so that was probably one of my worst mistakes. What else? I forgot a lighter once. So we had to cook over an open flame and then we like completely melted the plastic lid on one of our pots. Um, we still have that lid and we still use it. Whatever works. Yeah, whatever, whatever works, honestly. Pretty much like every trip that I've gone on, there's been something that I've managed to mess up. So yeah, no, uh, no wildlife encounters that are very notable, but um, a lot of hitches. How do you guys prepare for a trip? I mean, what's the process in terms of planning and getting everything together to at least avoid making more than one major mistake on a trip. You would think that like a lot of planning would need to go into these things, but like they're pretty laid back. And so as long as you do, like there is some paperwork that you have to do ahead of time. You know, you have to get the um, trip approved by the CLI, which is the Center for Leadership and Involvement. They have to approve your travel request. And then once that gets approved, then the next step is you know, getting your team together, you know, getting all the participants on board. And so usually I'll send out, we have a list host of, I think 1100 people now, which is awesome. But yeah, I'll just send out like a, a little Google form on the list host and then people will fill it out and uh, send me the deposits to claim their spot. And then, you know, about a week out, we'll have kind of our finalized list of participants. And that's pretty much, where my like hard work ends or like annoying work ends. And then from then, you know, we have a gear closet. We do free gear rentals to anyone that comes on a trip. And so usually the day before or the day of that we're departing, we'll all meet in Idanois and uh, we'll distribute the gear. Then we get on the road. Um, well, I guess we have to rent cars, which is always such a hassle because you have to be 21 years old to rent a car and I'm still not 21. Basically, we have to have people over 21 on the trips 
and then we rent the cars in their names from Enterprise. Once that's all set, then we get on the road and then we'll usually stop at like Walmart or something and pick up food on the way. I have like a list in my head of like pretty much the essentials of like what we wanna get, um, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's pretty much the same every week, but at the same time, that's not really super um, meticulously planned out. So yeah, a lot of it, we just kind of like, you know, we plan as we go and that's kind of like the vibe of a lot of these trips and a lot of the people on the trips is just kind of like laid back. We'll go where uh, where we want to go, you know. And a lot Wherever of times the road takes you exactly. Yeah, a lot of times we won't um, necessarily like pin down exactly where we're going to be camping each night. You know, sometimes it's good practice too. But when you know that the sites aren't going to be a capacity, it's nice to have the flexibility to you know talk it out on the car ride down with the participants and say, hey, like, where do you guys want to go tonight? And for people who are interested in joining OAC, where do they start? Yeah, do it, join, it's awesome. Basically, it's like pretty laid back. It's just a $15 fee for the whole year to be a member. Benefits of membership, you have to be a member to come on weekend trips. If you're a member, then you get uh, discounted gear rental rates. If you ever want to either come to one of our meetings, well, first of all, you should join the list host. Um, that's like, you know, completely non-committal. If you don't know how to do that, you can look us up online and then shoot me an email. Or you can come to one of our meetings and pay the fee and then fill out the waiver. The waiver is kind of the most important part. That's it, you remember, it's great, you should do it. Thank you for sitting down with me today. Awesome, thank you very much, Julia. That's all for this week. Again, I'm Julia. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcast and Spotify so you don't miss next week's episode of Quadcast.